Hey there, everybody, and welcome to episode 30 of Kingdom Culture, where we talk about real life struggles, the pursuit of God in our process, overcoming our past, and becoming the sons and daughters God created us to be. I'm your host, Kara. Today's episode is going to be a continuation of the series, If You're a Christian, Is It Okay To? And the thing I want to really kind of talk about is something that I have seen really become more and more prevalent over time. It's something that I see so many people doing. It's becoming almost a trendy thing to say. It's becoming a way of life that it seems like many, many people are just sort of flocking to and really standing on as a way to live the life that is, you know, the life that they're supposed to live. And I want to come and talk about If you're a Christian, is it okay to manifest? Now, I want to preface this situation uh, before we even dive into what I want to talk about today. At the very beginning of this series, I mentioned that there was nothing that I was going to be talking about that I, as a Christian, early on in my walk, had not been involved with or experienced for myself. I do not want to talk about things that I have no reference point for or that I have no experience with or knowledge of, okay? I'm a very different person now than I was then, but that doesn't mean that I don't understand certain things. And that doesn't mean that I can't see where some people can fall into these kinds of traps of ideology because it does sound so darn appealing. And not only that, at points in times, things actually do come to pass. But we'll get into that a little bit more later because I want to make the point up front that this is a non-judgmental episode. It is really to bring knowledge. I, again, as your sister in Jesus Christ, am trying to come alongside you to walk things out with you, to bring knowledge and understanding and wisdom and insight from someone who has come from a place through to another place with the Lord Jesus Christ through my journey with him as he has healed my heart and brought me out of darkness into his light and allowed me to grow and change and transform to be more of the person that he has created me to be. And every day my goal is to look more and more like Jesus. And that is not an easy thing to do. It does not come without pain. It does not come without struggle. It does not come without hardship because we have to constantly die to ourselves. And that is no easy task if you're actually walking it out, which a lot of you, I know you are, if you are actually walking out that you know faith walk with the Lord, you, my brother and my sister, I just commend you because it is not an easy walk. It is beautiful, yes. However, we all know that the Lord allows struggle for, for growth purpose and for his glory. So before we get into you know all of what I want to talk about this afternoon, I really want to just kind of put that out there, make sure that we are on the same page, make sure that Anyone listening to this understands that I myself was very entrenched in New Age. I myself practiced this, what I'm about to talk about. I myself was very, very, very into believing that this was the way. And I myself practiced this as an early Christian. Okay? So again, no judgment. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But God does love you so much that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for you, that you would know him and have freedom in him through his salvation, and that he can cleanse you of all sin, of all of the worldly 
just junk that you have been born into to know the truth of who he is and who you've been made to be. And so that is why these kinds of things are so dangerous because it takes you away from those truths. And those truths are really what matter. Those truths are really what holds us um, and allows us to experience God in his presence and his manifested presence, okay? So manifesting, what is it? Manifesting is when you think about a thing, whether it be a desire, a situation, a person, a opportunity, something like that, and you concentrate on it, whether that is through speaking about it, whether that is through writing about it, whether that is through meditating on it, whether that is through, you know, just really concentrating on it. And ultimately, what you're trying to do is you are trying to create that thing. You're trying to make it be true. You are trying to make it evident, right? Trying to bring it to life. And the idea of manifestation is that you, as a person, you have the power inside you to create the reality that you desire to live. Now, in some ways, that's kind of true because if you desire to be you know, um, a certain kind of person and you choose actions that keep you into that thing of, you know, bring you into that lifestyle, then yeah, you are choosing. God does give us free will, but that's not what this is. Manifesting basically is using the method of law of attraction. And law of attraction basically says it is the law that what you put out is what you attract. So if what you put out is a desire for X, Y, or Z, that you will attract that thing to your life, right? So if you attract, so if you put out the intention, okay, if you put out the intention for wealth, that money will be attracted to you, that you will attract money to you, right? If you put out the intention for a certain job, that that job will be attracted to you that you will attract that job to you that if you put out a certain intention for a relationship or a spouse or um you know any anything that if you put it out there enough and that's your intention if you focus on that intention being put out there enough that thing will be brought to you you will attract that thing to you and ultimately that is not of god and the enemy he has jurisdiction over the realm of the earth so he does have authority if you think about it when when jesus was tempted in the wilderness he offered jesus a lot of wealth so he can give people things he can give people money he can give people fame he can give people houses he can give people cars he can give people relationships but it always comes at a cost it always comes with strings attached it's never really a gift it's never just given to you because he loves you so much. He just wants you to have it. No, 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 my friend. He gives you the desires of your flesh so that he can hold it over your head because then you owe him back. And he's going to get what's due to him from you when you're partnering with him to have the things that you desire versus waiting on the Lord and allowing God to give you what he desires for you in his due time through his ordained will and in his way. When we are manifesting, right, if this is what you're doing, it's a very self-focused uh, practice. It's a very self-focused um, way to live, and that is not of God. The enemy will give us the desires of our flesh, whether they are bad for us or not. 
He doesn't care. He does not care. He does not love you. He hates you. He wants to destroy you. He wants you to have what you want when you can't handle it. He wants you to have the things that are going to be so heavy for you to bear because you're going to owe him on the backside. But God's gifts, God's gifts are good. And they don't come with strings. They don't come with conditions. They don't come with, you know, things that are going to keep us bound, that are going to keep us enslaved. God's gifts are freedom. God's gifts are those that allow us to experience his presence, his freedom, his righteousness, his goodness, his grace, his mercy, his compassion. They don't come with, you know, it being a drag on our lives, with it being uh, something that we're going to be bound to sin by having in our lives. That is not of God. So when we are manifesting something, we are bringing something to ourselves through the law of attraction, those things do work. They work because you are tapping into a realm that is not of God who has authority to give things to people. But it always comes at a cost. It's not a gift at all. It's not actually something that is good for you or really what's supposed to even be given to you. When we talk about manifesting through the universe, let's just make this really clear. The universe has no power. The universe is a created construct, created by God. The moon has no power. The sun has no power. The stars have no power. The planets have no power. Those things were all created by God. God has the power over those things. So when people talk about the universe wants this to happen for you or the universe allowed this or didn't allow this or gave this to you or took this away or the universe will give you what you need, that is all crap. It's a bunch of just poo-poo language that means nothing. It actually means nothing. The universe can't give you anything. The universe can't give you anything. It can't take anything from you. It can't provide anything from you. The only thing that is, I think, like on par with using the universe, because Satan has jurisdiction over the earth, the earthly realm. That's why in the Bible it talks about us being in the world, but not being of the world. Because the world, the earth, is Satan's realm. That is why evil exists here. That's why bad things exist here because he is in control. That's why we have so much corruption because he is in control of the earthly realm. It doesn't mean that God does not supersede that, but that is a level of authority that he has been given. And that is why we are at a, at a war. We, we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but with dark powers and principalities, right? It's, it's a spiritual war because God's children are on the earth, we are on the earth, we are in the earth, but we are not of the earth. So we are separated, we are pulled apart, we are, we are sanctified, we are, we are apart from that other realm that exists on the earth. That is why Christian people need to look different than other people on the earth. Those of the world, we should not look like those of the world because we're not of the world, we are in the world. We are God's children. We are sons and daughters of God, the one and true living God, the one who sent his son Jesus to die for us. 
That is who we serve. That is who we honor. That is who we live for. We don't live for the universe. We don't live to be, quote unquote, blessed by the universe. This whole idea, really, the universe could almost be interchangeable with Satan. Because really, it is a demonic realm that you're playing with when you're practicing law of attraction and you are you know, are manifesting different things through words, through thoughts, through meditation, through concentration and focus and all that kind of stuff. It really is dangerous. And so if you are doing any of this, I encourage you to take it to God, especially if you're a Christian, take it to God and repent and ask him to give you the truth about this kind of stuff because it is not of him. He does not want you practicing that kind of thing. It is an idol and he will make sure that he brings it to your attention. Uh, even if it's through this podcast episode, he wants you to know that that's not his will for you. He does not want you dabbling in that kind of stuff. It is not of him. It is of the demonic realm and it will lead to destruction. Proverbs talks about how, you know, people think that one way is good, but ultimately it's to destruction. That is one of these things. And, you know, this whole, well, what about, you know, speaking things as though they are and speaking things into existence and, you know, our words having power and, you know, life and death is in the tongue. Yeah, the Bible says all that stuff, but taking it to mean something other than what it does is not correct. You can't make something what you want it to be just because that's what you feel like doing. It's very important that we honor God's word and we do not try to give it another interpretation from what it means. When it's talking about Speaking though it is, he's talking about spiritually. When we see people who are super lost, right? Who are living for the world, right? Like we can pray for them and speak life over them as though it is. We can look at them and see them the way that God sees them as lost and broken and show them love. Show them respect. It doesn't mean that you condone their behavior. It doesn't mean that you partner up with them and act like it's not a big deal, right? But it does mean that you love them and you pray for them. You speak life over them. And death and life is in the tongue. That's talking about building people up and tearing people down. James is talking about minding your tongue. He's talking about minding what you're talking about. He's talking about making sure that the language that you're using is that of edification, and not of destruction because it is so easy to damage someone to damage a person through the words that we speak to them and you know the desires of our hearts will be given to us by god when we're walking with him we're walking in accordance to his will because his desires become our desires and that's why we desire them because he's placing those things in our hearts with every intention to fulfill them because they're actually desires he's giving us. They're actually ideas that he's giving us. They're actually thoughts he's giving us. And of course, we still are flesh as Christians. We are still flesh as believers. We still have to take our thoughts captive and surrender them to the obedience of Christ. We still have to make sure that our flesh is not getting in the way and that we're dying to ourselves and not allowing ourselves to be self-led through our own selfish desires, our fleshly desires. That we're submitting those things to God and allowing his will to be done in our lives. But when you know that it's something from God, you know it is because he makes it apparent. He makes sure that his children know what's from him and his gifts are good. And he makes sure that he allows his children to make their own decisions. But he's also going to be out of love, not condemnation. He's going to correct. 
he's going to discipline. If we are going in the wrong way and we are really getting off track and we are starting to walk in a way that is not of him and we are starting to take our eyes off of him and put our put our eyes on other things, put our eyes on ourselves, put our eyes on, you know, our desires, to put our eyes on promises. Even if we are a believer, honestly, you guys, like if he has promised you something and you're starting to look more at the promise than you are at him, that is not okay. Put your eyes back on Jesus. Repent. That is idolatry. Don't put it above him. Remember, we must be grateful for the gift giver, not just the gifts. He is the ultimate gift. Jesus is the ultimate gift. Our satisfaction lies in him. He is the one who satisfies all of our needs. He is the one who gives us everything that we need. He is the one who gives us our truest desires. He's the one who fulfills those truest desires. We don't have to manifest anything. We don't have to do anything like that on our own. We don't have to partner with the dark side. We don't have to partner with the demonic, which is what you're doing when you're doing law of attraction slash manifestation. That is what you're doing. You're opening that door to the dark side and saying, hey, come wreak havoc because whatever I'm going to get, there's going to be strings attached. There's, it's only going to be good for a little while. It's going to look really good. Probably, probably some of the best of anything that you've ever had, put it into whatever category. It might look like the best you've ever had in your entire life, like out of this world, crazy good, too good to be true, because it is, because it can't last, because it's not real, because it's a trap, it's a snare, and it's only a facade, it's only a charade, it's only a mask, it's only a counterfeit, it's only something that can last for a little while. But what we have to get be very careful about is that we don't get so wrapped up that we get so wrapped up and so entrenched that we have a hard time getting back out of it. And that's why it's so important to know what God's will is and to follow his will and invite him in and not worry about manifesting anything on your own, stepping into your own flesh to make something happen. We can manipulate situations. We can put our hands in things, even things that God has said to us that is ours. Outside of his timing, if we meddle, that's on us. We're not supposed to be doing that kind of stuff. If God said it, it's going to happen. He's going to do it. It's going to do it in his time, though. He's going to do it in his way, though. We don't have to do anything to make it happen on our own. We don't have to put our hands in it. We don't have to manifest anything. We have to be obedient to God, listen to his instruction, walk out what he's telling us to do, wait when he's telling us to wait, be patient when he's telling us to be patient, move when he says to move, you know, trust when he says to trust. And just rest in knowing that he is good and that he is God and that he's got it. He is sovereign over all. He will take care of it. He will take care of you. He will give you everything you need, everything you desire. You do not have to manifest anything. And if you are manifesting, if you are in this practice of manifestation, of manifesting things for your life, I really encourage you to take it to God and repent. Whether you know him or not, especially if you know him, take it to him and repent. If you don't know him, I pray that this is something that is encouraging you to look at something different and to take it to God and ask him what he says about it. And, you know, ask him to show you truth. Ask him, invite him into your life to be able to know him truly and to be able to walk with him truly and begin to know who he is truly, to begin to understand who he is truly, to begin under to understand what he has for you, what he's created you to do, why he's made you here, why he's brought you to this earth at this point in time, what purpose he has placed inside of you, what talents and gifts he's placed inside of you, what they're for, what they're supposed to be used for, how they're supposed to be you know, like presented and used in your life while you're here. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for all of us. 
and he created all of us. He's placed gifts and talents in all of us. He's placed things, desires, and dreams, and hopes in all of us. And it's up to us to partner with him to have those things come to pass. It's not up to us to manifest something through attracting things to us because what we're going to attract to us is not anything that we're going to actually want to hold on to. I promise you. It's only going to lead to problems and trouble and breakdown and corrosion and things that are not going to be healthy or good for you. Again, the enemy will give you what you desire out of your flesh, especially when it's not good for you because he wants to have you in bondage. He wants to have control over you. He wants you to be enslaved to sin. He wants you to be so wrapped up and hopeless that you just continue in your cycle of brokenness and never, ever, ever get out. That is not God's will for you. God's will for you is to live life and life in abundance. And what that means is living his freedom and knowing who he is, living with knowing his, his love for you and receiving his grace and his mercy and his compassion for you, receiving all he has ordained for you, all he desires for you to have, all he desires for you to walk out, all he desires you to know. And what he ultimately desires you to know is him. He ultimately desires you to know him and for you to know who you have been made in him so that you can walk out every single thing he's created you to do with confidence, joy, and peace. So again, I implore you, if you are involved in law of attraction and manifesting, it is not okay if you are a Christian. It is something that you need to go to the Lord about and take it to him and ask him to help you. This word is from a sister in Jesus Christ who has experience in this stuff. I understand. I have compassion. This is not a word of condemnation or judgment. It is really a word to help you see and to understand and to hopefully hopefully convict your heart a little bit through the Holy Spirit inside of you to be like, wow, okay, yeah, this, this isn't probably like the thing I should be doing right now. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, according to Romans, okay? Like, God only cares about us enough to discipline us. He disciplines those he loves. And those who love him back, they are obedient to his commands. So it's very important that we know what is right, what is biblical, how to honor God with our lives, how to really know him, to understand what he's asking from us, to to understand what he has for us, and to partner with God to allow God to bring all things to pass that he has spoken, that he has ordained, that he has planned in his time and in his way. And for us to be patient and have the courage to wait and to rest in him and know that he's good, that he doesn't lie, that he's going to do what he says and not step into this other thing of being impatient and being, you know, very self-focused and trying to make things happen through manipulation or through working with demonic spirits to create a reality that we're not supposed to experience. So I hope this has helped. I hope this has blessed you. I hope this makes you think about some things. I hope this gives you a topping, a talking point to maybe share with someone else. I hope that you are just blessed by this, that God is speaking through this message to you about whatever it is that you need to know in your life regarding the situation, um, if this is something you're dealing with, or that you even see on social media. It's it's rel- It's just rampant right now on social media especially that's why I really felt led to talk about this so I wanted to just kind of talk about this subject put some information out there give you some good insight that's you know based on God's truth and allow you to make your own decision about what is best for your life right now 
But again, I encourage you, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the best thing for your life right now is to realign yourself with Jesus Christ, to go to him, ask for forgiveness, repent for your sin, and understand that he has a plan for you. And all you have to do is partner with it. Until next time, you guys, be blessed. Thank you.